Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy, uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Jesse here in Italy, Mestre, uh, the city on the mainland of what is called Venice. So not on the Venice Islands, but on the the mainland of Italy, uh, next to Venice, uh, where the normal people live, I guess you could say. And uh, here we are today. We're giving our first quarter newsletter. Uh, So this is something that we send out electronically every three months, uh, every quarter. At the end of the quarter, we we just do a quick summary of uh, what God has been doing in our hearts, updating our friends and our supporters and partners uh, and then also telling of some of the current happenings and events, also leaving some prayer requests and things like that, as well as donation information and, and those kinds of things. We send it out then electronically, and we also put this together uh, with uh, uh, printed on paper, and we do a mailing, and we send that out as well. And uh, this time also, we actually had a, a new prayer card put together, printed, and uh, that is on its way if you are on our mailing list. So you'll be seeing uh, the newsletter, a prayer card, and even a personal invitation to be or put together a vision trip for this summer to come join us here in Italy. Uh, So in any case, uh, that newsletter we now take, and uh, I'm going to just read it for us for those who don't have time to to read things, uh, but maybe they have the podcast abilities, and while they're commuting or driving or something, whatever, working out, I don't know, uh, you have the ability also to just listen in and hear some things. Uh, But the added benefit to uh, recording like this is... Um, you also get to hear a little bit more detail because in a newsletter or whatever it is, we always keep it concise, pack it in, make sure everything, get as much info in and as little as possible wording. Uh, but here I'm a little more free. I can also expound a little bit, clarify a couple things or, or bring more light to what something might mean or, or, or even a, a, an update to something that we have written because time goes by in the meantime. Uh, now usually Jerry V would join in with me here, uh, but... Being a missionary housewife with a baby is uh, is no small task. Uh, very, very challenging, especially when we don't have grandparents or family members around to help care for the baby. Those kinds of challenges. Uh, so she's not able to join me today, but you probably can hear her. She is near. She's not far away. Uh, I'm in the lower level, what they call here the uh, taverna, uh, the basement, basically. <coughs> Excuse me. She's upstairs with a baby who's not taking a nap today. And... Uh, but she's here, uh, so you'll probably hear them screaming, Jeremy screaming, not Jeremy screaming, uh, the baby screaming, uh, and, uh, but unfortunately unable to join in on this update today. Typically she would be here, maybe next time. Uh, so the letter says this, I'll just jump right in. Uh, quarterly news, this would be the first quarter 2018. At the top we have a photo of the three of us, uh, me, Jeremy, and the baby. We, uh, we're not sophisticated folks, so we just took a simple uh, selfie basically when we were taking Cornelius to his uh, kidney doctor, specialist in Venice, when we had to get on the boat and everything and go there. Uh, <clears throat> thankfully, that trip went well. His kidney's doing well also. Uh, but this is a photo of us, just most recent, I guess. And there's also some photos uh, on the side of this newsletter. One would be just some of the, the, the winter weather that we experienced here in the Venice area. A picture of a boat in really turbulent waters. Uh, some of the realities here of the winter in Italy. Uh, very windy, very cold, very humid, very dark. Uh, and then we also have some of that fog. There's a photo of the fog here. The fog is a real thing in Venice. And I knew about it for years back uh, when I was working with C and Saints Bible Institutes. So we'd be picking up professors down here in the Venice area and we're dropping them off. And sometimes we'd have to leave at 3.30 in the morning, 4 in the morning, and we'd hit the Venice area. And all of a sudden, uh, near the airport, it was just total fog. You can't see in front of you. Now we live in that fog uh, during the wintertime. And it's pretty, uh, 
yeah, intense. Let's just say that. Also in here, there's a photo of me, Jerry V, and a guy named uh, John Paolo, who uh, we consider a brother in the Lord. Uh, the Lord directed his path towards us through one of our tracks. A very, very intelligent guy, very smart guy, great guy, good guy. And we're happy to know him. We're happy to be involved in his life. And he's involved in our life. And we're sharing our life with him. And uh, excited for what the Lord is doing in his heart. And we'll tell that story in a, in a brief moment. And then lastly, there's a picture on this newsletter of uh, a new track and booklet combination, which we're finalizing and getting out now, uh, about to get out now. <clears throat> As the spring goes forward, we're going to be getting this out on a daily basis and engaging people with this idea. And the title is uh, Cornetto Dunque Sono. And it goes from the idea that that means uh, I connect, therefore I am. And years ago, someone else said, I think, uh, therefore I am. And uh, this is an idea, though, that has to do with uh, technology internet smartphones and that reality that so many people find their meaning and purpose because of a little device they hold in their hands they're connected they're connected to so much but actually quite disconnected all their relationships are failing they're more lonely than ever they're more depressed than ever this reality is also present here in Italy uh, and the, the end result being ultimately they're disconnected from their maker and uh, there's one way to be connected and so it's a way of presenting the gospel so we're praying that the Lord use that uh, let me jump in and read, and I'll expound a little bit, and uh, we'll see uh, how this goes. Okay, uh, It says here, greetings in the Lord. We write today from Italy, and uh, winter is passing, and we are thanking the Lord because winter in the Venice area is cold, dark, foggy, and depressing as everyone hides in their homes. And I already mentioned that, but it's, it's here again. As a family, we are doing well by His grace, and I always like to add that, by His grace, because we're very aware of our context here in Italy with very, very few believers, very, very little fellowship, uh, being pioneering church planners, uh, missionaries sent out. Uh, we are primary targets also uh, of the evil one. And uh, so many things would come against us and, and have us not last more than even one day. Uh, but God, by His grace, sustains us. And that's true for all of us as we as we uh, walk as Christians in this world and, and serve the Lord and live for Him to honor Him. Uh, it's by grace alone that we're able to, number one, be saved, and number two, press on and honor the Lord in all we do. Uh, so here it even says that, as pioneering missionary church planners, we are being tested daily and dependent entirely on God's grace in order to flourish in the spiritually dark and barren land of Italy. Spiritually dark and barren land. It really, really is that. Uh, as in this phase of the ministry, as we're uh, doing things alone and getting the groundwork going and getting things set up and running, uh, we're more aware again of that reality. It is a barren and dark land. And I, I like to refer to Italy, the spiritual aspect of Italy would be something like what we see in the Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, that dark, fiery land where they need to go and take that ring to. Nothing is growing there. The air is polluted. It's bad. It's just dangerous. No one wants to be there in their right mind. Spiritually speaking, Italy is that place here on the earth. Uh, so I'm just reminded of that as I read this. In our spirit, we are aware that in a real sense, we are like pilgrims in Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. If you haven't read that, by the way, that book is, uh, aside from the Bible, it's the most read book in all of history or something like that. Phenomenal, wonderful, exciting story uh, that gives such great uh, vision to what it means to be a Christian and follow Jesus Christ. Uh, definitely, you need to read it if you haven't. We, we just finished reading it as a family not too long ago. Uh, and there's danger surrounding us at every turn, but as we see in that book, uh, God's grace abounds. He does bring us all the way till the end. What He began in us, He does finish. 
Uh, we have been blessed to have friends and believers from different parts of Italy visiting us regularly. That has definitely been uh, one of God's sustaining graces for us. Friends from uh, Pordenone come to visit us. Uh, friends from north of Udine come to visit us. New friends that we've met in central Italy that are in the area. We meet up. We've made new friends. Uh, so it seems on a consistent basis the Lord has had us interacting and, and having fellowship time with people who are in our area coming through or coming specifically just to see us. And that's been a great, great blessing. Uh, one of the biggest challenges, as I'm reading here in the letter, of serving the Lord as missionaries in Italy is the lack of close Christian fellowship. Back in the U.S., we often take this for granted. And also in Jerry V., my wife's case, uh, back in the Philippines too. She takes that for granted now being here. It's easy uh, when you're there. It's easy to take that for granted when you have it. Uh, uh, but Christians, even and I would even say this in regards to the the Italian church here in Italy, that is one of the hardest things that Italian believers face, the lack of fellowship. Most of the churches here are made up of 10, 15, 20 people, sometimes 30, sometimes 40, uh, but it's always a small number. And if you're single, for example, and you're in there, the chances of you finding a believer uh, to marry or something that are always very, very slim. Uh, it's a small group, and so their faith is often, you know, in, it's high one day, low the next. They're in, they're out. It's a very, very serious thing here in Italy. Uh, but the Lord is sustaining us uh, as His missionaries, and uh, as we pray, He does for you as well. And as we wait His return and live to testify of the gospel of the grace of God to as many as possible and to make His disciples, to God alone the Lord. So we thank the Lord for His sustaining grace. He truly is sustaining us in this season and we know we would not be persevering, pressing on, and fighting the good fight without His help. So as we continue to sacrifice our lives, it says here, and evangelize the lost, even during these cold, dark months in the winter of the Venetian area, we were blessed to see how God directed John Paolo to us through, through our tracks. Uh, he is a genuine mestrino, a person from uh, Mestre Venezia, and for the last several years has been searching out authentic Christianity. Having interacted with the Seventh-day Adventists, interacted with the Mormons, some Charismatics, and some liberal Protestants of the Valdesian line, which is something unique, I think, to Italy. Uh, it was the only Protestant branch that ever took root in Italy and still remains today, but by now it's very liberal. From the inside, it just emptied itself out, uh, and it's very liberal. Uh, but here it says, in, in proper theology, we would say that God the Father has been calling him, this brother, because Scripture teaches us clearly that no man seeks God. That's Romans 3. Uh, it's a great, very important section of Scripture to remind us of the depravity of man and our condition before being saved, what we are. None seek after God, none do good, none are righteous, not even one. Uh, and that's an important concept to understand. <clears throat> but in that case, uh, for this reason, as we write here, we can say he was, he was seeking out authentic Christianity having already determined that it was not to be found in Roman Catholicism because he was being drawn. We say that. God the Father was calling him. No one comes to me unless the Father draws him, Jesus says. Uh, so that's the idea there. And it, it appears the Lord is genuinely drawing him unto himself. So praise God for that. And that's just a good reminder also. Salvation really is of the Lord. He is sovereign over that. Uh, he knows who's going to be saved, when they're going to be saved, how they're going to be saved. God does have that plan. Uh, and he's perfect in all he does he's loving and kind and saving even just one person would be a loving and kind thing but he saves thousands and thousands uh, all the time he's saving uh, so it's very gracious of God to to reach out and call people to himself in all the in all his searching uh, 
back to the letter, no one was able to teach him the biblical understanding of salvation. Uh, now, this brother is confessing saving faith and wrapping his heart and mind around the wonderful truths of God's grace. And as you, if you're listening to this, and I know, that's a concept that we continue to wrap our hearts and minds around for the rest of our life. Uh, it's so profound and so deep and so marvelous. Uh, we'll continue to always wrap our hands around God's saving grace as long as we live and even into eternity. Uh, pray for this brother. As you get this letter, he will, Lord willing, be returning to us from a study trip to Barcelona and joining the small group now forming. Uh, people like him are the reason why we are here. The Lord has sheep here that need to be found. Uh, so we started that section mentioning we're sacrificing our lives, evangelizing the lost, even in these cold months. And uh, uh, the Lord blessed uh, by letting us see someone come to him during this season and uh, be saved. And uh, that's why we're here. There's, there's more sheep out there that need to be found. Uh, uh, the Lord is saving on a regular basis. It's just people here, they're so far pushed away from God and have no concept of the Word of God. What it says, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I can't even explain it to you. You just have to come and experience that and see that. Uh, but praise the Lord, He is He is calling people unto Himself. And we want to see more of this now. We want to see a group form, and that's one of our prayer requests, that uh, you join with us in prayer to see a group, small group begin to form. And all of them have friends and contacts and can begin evangelizing as the Lord leads them and enables them to. And, and little by little, Lord willing, we will see a church take form. And that's just a wonderful thing to be a part of. Uh, the next section of the newsletter, <clears throat> Church Planning to Reach Italian People, is the title of the section. Uh, as things get rolling, this year, we pray for this year to be a year of growth. Last year, we kind of saw it as a year of laying foundations, if you've been following us. Uh, the mission foundation was laid, the, the, the efforts getting established in the next city, foundations are being laid for the church plant, foundations are being laid, the evangelism outreach things are being laid, uh, uh, pathways for people to get involved uh, in new ways, all those kinds of foundations are being laid, and this year we sense uh, it's going to be a year of growth, at least that's our prayer, that it will be a year of growth. Uh, so we pray to see our outreach uh, continue to increase, uh, we pray to see more lost people saved and more disciples being made. We pray to see a small group grow and begin gathering regularly around God's Word. We pray to see our support teams, uh, our support team in the U.S. grow also. More partners, more uh, donors, things like that. Uh, we pray to see a growing number of Jesus people come from the U.S. to involve themselves personally in Jesus' global mission through PMC, Practical Missions Cohort. So we're also praying for growth in that area as well. More participation. Uh, to keep ourselves focused on our God-given calling uh, to be missionary church planners, we recently studied Acts 14, verses 21 to 28, where our work as missionary church planners is most clearly laid out. And perhaps in the future I'll do a whole other podcast just on this section of Scripture. We can look at that, talk about that together. Uh, we can expound that. Uh, but here we see a wonderful picture of what the missionary church planner does. It's exactly what Paul, the, as an apostle, was. He was a missionary church planner. He was going from place to place and doing a specific task. And here we read this, uh, that our, our, our task includes rising up. Just before we read this section of Scripture, that rising up, he was actually stoned to death, I believe, left on the ground, Disciples gathered around him. He kind of came back to life or did come back to life. He rose up and then he went on to do more of what he was doing before, which was preaching the gospel. So he, uh, a missionary church planner rises up. He preaches the gospel. So you rise up from whatever your situation, and every day is a situation if we're still in a fallen world and we still have a sinful flesh. We need to rise up, fight the good fight, uh, stand strong, persevere, 
uh, seek the Lord for his help, and then be about, as it says here, preaching the gospel, making disciples, returning to visit them. So it's not just evangelize and then go on, being involved in these people's lives, uh, returning to visit them, strengthening the souls, encouraging God's people to continue in the faith despite the trials, appointing elders or pastors through prayer and fasting and commending them to the Lord. Uh, so Paul would not go, as a missionary church planner, he would not go and stay there and pastor a church for as long as he lived. He would go evangelize. Uh, he, uh, interestingly, though, he would not go and, and, and paint schools or he would not go and say, what's best for the city? How can I serve the city? We would never see Paul the Apostle do something like that. Uh, what's common uh, talk in, in, among evangelicals today. Not that that's bad, that's a good thing. But he would go and find ways, to whom can I preach? Where are the God-fearing people? He would go to them, proclaim the message with boldness, with with the power of the Holy Spirit. Those who were predestined would believe, and he would take them aside and train them, teach them what it means from Scripture to be a Christian, what it means to live for the Lord. And uh, and then eventually he would he would train men to be the elders of the church, the pastors to oversee and he would get on his way and continue doing it again because there's more cities full of more people that need to be reached. And, and that's what he did as a missionary church planner. And that's the same exact thing that we do still today by his grace, uh, by the Lord's grace. Uh, so appointing elders and then moving on to repeat the process till Christ returns or calls us home. Either case is good for us. If he wants to return while we're serving him, Amen. Wonderful. We're so happy to see the Lord. If he wants to call us home, amen. As Paul said also, it's better to be with the Lord. Uh, but if I remain, I'm convinced it's for other people who still need to hear the gospel and be taught and equipped. Uh, and then after uh, this, he also says, returning to sending churches, we read, uh, to report of what God is doing in and through us. As a missionary, he was being sent out, and there were times when he would return and then update everybody what's going on, what has God done and, and what has he endured testifying whatever it might be but you return to uh, the sending churches and, and we do the same thing as well today this is our task so we are humbled it says here in our letter and honored to be called to this task and we thank the Lord that you too uh, are a part of this ministry we could not do it without you really is what we say there because uh, the truth is uh, we depend entirely on the donations of uh, God's people, we depend entirely on the Lord to provide uh, all of our needs, and uh, and then also the prayers of His people. Uh, he uses those prayers to enable us to stay strong in the faith, uh, to trust in the Lord, to continue doing the task that we have, which is what we just heard. And as you see, uh, it can be easy at sometimes, not usually. Uh, usually, it's quite complicated and it's always difficult, but definitely severely difficult at other times. Uh, there's always great, great challenges and lots of suffering and enduring and sacrificing it. There's nothing glorious about missionary life. Uh, but it is a great high calling. It's an honor. It's a privilege. And only now can we do these kind of things. In heaven, there will be no need for preachers and missionaries and evangelists. So praise God. Thank you for being a part of this. Practical Missions Cohort, last section. Uh, it says here, this year we pray to see some helpers come through PMC to help us reach more Italians. Uh, we pray daily as Jesus commanded his disciples Lord, send out laborers into the harvest. Uh, specifically, we are praying for some vision trips. We're praying for some interns. We're praying for some ESL teachers, evangelism cohorts, and long-term missionaries. Still today, Italy has 60 million people. 90% are Roman Catholics, yet only 5% practice the religion, which doesn't even preach the gospel anyway. 
uh, less than 1% today are evangelicals knowing salvation by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, and a good understanding of the gospel, those who have it, I know one guy, he's a leader of a large organization here in Italy, and he actually says he's convinced there's less than 2,000 uh, believers with a really firm understanding of the gospel here in Italy. Less than 2,000 out of 60 million people. That's intense. That's very, very uh, severe and a very needy situation we have here in Italy. Uh, so please continue to pray for God to bless PMC now and for many years to come in order that many Italians may be saved. Uh, and thank you, and God bless you for your prayerful and wholehearted participation in His grace, Jesse, Jerry V, and all of us at PMC. And uh, the Bible verse we have for us today is simply this, Acts 14, 7, and there they continued to preach the gospel. So if you're thinking, uh, what is Jesse and Jerry V up to now? What are they doing over there at PMC? Uh, at the heart of all we do is simply this, continue preaching the gospel. Endure the hardship uh, in season, out of season, do whatever you got to do, but always be preaching the gospel. Uh, so by His grace, we're doing that. Thank you for being a part of us, uh, of the ministry. Thank you for uh, praying for us, and thank you for your financial donations as well. There are also some prayer requests, uh, but basically they're all the things we just talked about and mentioned uh, that we told you in the newsletter that we are praying for. Uh, so if you want to know how specifically to pray, just listen to those things and pray uh, for those things together with us. And uh, we do believe the Lord will use your prayers and send those folks out here that we need to help fulfill this mission, that he'll sustain us, that he'll cause a small group to take form, and, and all those other different things. So thanks for tuning in today, guys. Thanks for making this part of uh, what you listen to. And uh, God bless you. Until the next time. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.